It is 28 minutes before 5 o'clock. It's time for our get up and go in a moment or two. And we are going to be chatting to Umarang Maregimane in a moment or two. University South Africa and the National Research Foundation has collaborated with SABC Education to put together an eight-part documentary series to inform and empower you with knowledge and information about the National Research Foundation and University South Africa, what it is they do for research and how this research benefits the Republic of South Africa. Join me, Nayelu Pondwana, every Wednesday night between 10 30 and 11, a 30-minute documentary that will give you an in-depth understanding of what it is that they do. Universities South Africa and the National Research Foundation in collaboration with SABC Education. Here on SFM, leading the conversation. 3 to 5, Sound Awake on SAFM. 27 minutes before a 5 o'clock it's time for our get up and go and this morning we've got Marang Maragimane and she joins us on the line a very good morning to you good morning Kenya how are you doing I'm good it's not every morning I speak to somebody who sounds wide awake at this time so this is <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely much welcome is enough to just get a person woken up even if they're not awake so I think that's where I got it from. There you go. We've got five points for you there. Very good morning yeah, to you, Marang. You are a founder of Business Process Mechanics as well as the TEDx Littleton Women Speaker 2017. Before we get into all of that, Marang, let's talk about your get up and go. What gets you up and going each morning? Um, just a correction. I'm not the founder of TEDx. I did a TEDx talk, um, but I am not. I'm definitely not the founder. Um, Rahima actually runs that TEDx um, session. Um, but it, to answer your question, what gets me going is really just the love of what I do. I have found a rhythm in me that is just so fun. I'm enjoying what I do. Getting up and doing it is not a hassle at all for me. Um, in as much as it's a lot of work, but it's not a hassle at all. Mm, mm. And tell us more about, you know, business process mechanics, just, you know, the company that you run. Um, Well, I'm a business process consultant, and I left the corporate um, after 11 years of service. I left the corporate and I started this business predominantly to help people find the tools to make it easier to start and grow a business. Mm. Um, And I've really enjoyed um, giving that service. It's very similar to what I used to do in corporate, except now it feels like I'm solving real problems. And with real entrepreneurs. So would you then, (laughs) (laughs) would you step into a business and analyze their business model and look at whether that is the most effective way for them to achieve what they want to achieve as goals? Yeah, so I would do that. And then, so the one side is looking at their business still, but then we also look at their business processes to make sure that what they say they will do and how will they deliver actually correlates. Um, and also people are slightly overwhelmed with the amount of work they have to, that needs to happen in a business. So we look for tools to make it as more efficient as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And tell us more about what a typical day in Marang's life is like. Oh, I don't even think I have a typical day. This is like one of those anomalies that comes into my world. 
but I um I spent my mornings are spent just being quiet to try and you know gather myself. I realize that as I've grown in my journey, I have become less complaining and less stressed about my day because my day starts out more calmer um, when I'm silent. I have been trying to get back into the gym. I'm not as ex- successful as doing that as I am with other things. But um, so gym is quite important for me. I try and squeeze that in. Other than that, my day is filled with meetings where if we are discussing the next project or finalizing a project for a client, um, it will also involve public speaking on the other So I'll probably do two or three public speaking events a week. Um, and some of them is actually workshops where I facilitate strategy workshops or I'm facilitating a workshop on how to choose the right tools for a business. Mm, very busy lady indeed. And <laughs> <laughs> what I'm picking up from you is just the passion that you have, you know, for your work and just the passion that you have in, in, in what it is that you do. In in your um, opinion, you know, what are the leading causes of businesses? They say most businesses, new businesses fail within five years of establishment. What do you think are the biggest causes of that? I think. Most of us are overwhelmed by the amount of work that is involved in running a business. We're not exactly the most efficient country in terms of the processes and the governance that run a small business. So we spend a lot of time to be compliant. But um, over and above that, once you've skipped that hurdle and you've got your rhythm around it, it's purely just understanding how many ways your product and services can enter into different markets. Mm-hmm. So I found that we build one product for one market, but we fail to see where else that product could fit in. So if that market doesn't do well for us, we don't know how to pivot and go and exploit or explore another market. Um, I think the third thing is our risk appetite is not where it should be, especially from a small business point of view. Right. And it's it's many things that have knocked us down. You know, we've had social issues that affect um, the kind of education that you have in order to run the business that you want to run. Um, there are things like just confidence. I mean, I heard your show earlier talking about confidence. Confidence is a huge factor um, for people to get in. But also um, just being able to access your resources yeah. is a mission and a half. So we've already got limited capital when we start our businesses. But when we're looking to grow them, we need more and more capital. And that capital is not easily accessible. And we, we, we need to rethink the way we actually finance or provide access to resources for um, small businesses in this country. Hmm. And in terms of, you know, for you, what does leadership mean to you? Because, you know, as an entrepreneur, somebody's working, you know, with other business, you're there as a leader, you know, in one way or another. How, how do you define leadership? For me, leadership is the, the ability to give a sense of direction to people. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you're an expert or not, but give some sort of sense of direction. You don't need to be making decisions, but guidance is a very key element as to what makes a good leader for me. And their ability to give uh, good guidance. Mm. And what do you think sets you apart in your career field? Um, 
Well, I have managed to... I mean, if you'd asked me this question, say, a year ago or so, I would say that it would be the fact that I'm teaching people more how to do things themselves in the business versus me telling them what to do. But now I have found that I've disrupted my business model. And where, and, and by that I mean that I found a digital tool to help me run a business and help people understand their business models and how many other ways it can fit into different markets. And that is it's quite exciting for me because it means that we can offer more value for our customers. So we have a platform now where people can, where entrepreneurs can go from business idea to business model, and then we link them up to the corporates, where the corporate can then say, hey, hang on, we've actually got resources for you, for your particular business that mm-hmm. can help you take it to the next step. And for me, that is quite exciting because we used to do it very manually via workshops. So you find people go to business model canvas workshops one after the other, or go from one incubator program to the next without gaining any traction. And now we're able to provide evidence and the right resources for the person to gain the right traction. And it makes it easier to connect. In terms of your own motivation, uh, what motivates you to get up and do what you do each and every morning? I think my level of curiosity, I'm, I'm very curious at finding solutions. I'm very curious at understanding what people's problems are, how we can find a way out of that, what, whatever the problem is. So I've just found a way to make it into a business. I've, I mean, as a process consultant, this was probably the right career choice for me. And I've just found a way to make it into a business for myself. And, you know, as I'm listening to you and your curiosity, that's something that sometimes we're missing, a curiosity, a hunger for knowledge, you know, a thirst for always learning something new. How important is that for you, you know, your own personal, your own constant personal development? It guides the amount of reading that I do. It guides the amount of research that I do. It guides how much I... um, how much I spend time and with whom I spend my time with. So I find that I switch off. If the conversation is not sparking any level of curiosity for me to know more, and I, I, I switch off. I, it, so it's a very guiding principle for me. It, it guides my choices of where I travel to, um, how I spend my days. So without that, I don't think I'd be able to quite survive. I'm actually trying to <laughs> I'm trying to imagine right now that without this level of curiosity, where would I be? Mm, and I mm. probably wouldn't have discovered half the things that I know. I probably wouldn't have traveled to places that I've been to before. Probably wouldn't have read uh, or met people in the same kind of way. Um, what it also allows me to do is to be quite non-judgmental about my experiences because I understand that it comes from a level of curiosity. I just wanted to know, now I know, and I need to make a decision going forward. I like that. Always tuned in and plugged in and learning and growing. Now, before we let you go, Marang, is there an inspirational quote or message that you can share with our listeners? Um, I'll share a quote that I... I always quote this old man, and for the life of me, I can't remember his name, but I'd met him at an event, and we were talking about just the challenges of growing up um, and finding your own space. And 
um, finding your own rhythm in your business. And he said to me that, you know, you do business at the level of your self-confidence. And for me, that stung me because I realized then that when my days are down, I'm not as aggressive in business. I'm not out there. I'm not doing what needs to be done to get the business going. Um, But I realized that when I'm happy and things are going well, I really am applying myself quite differently. So everything that I do is also then around, uh, well, all about improving that self-confidence because I've realized how it affects me. So I think that's probably one thing that I would say to everybody is that if you want to change the direction your life is going, change the level of your self-confidence about what it is that you want to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And also, you know, on the slightly unrelated uh, thing, they say that, you know, you also date at the level of your self-confidence. Actually, you know, it's it's very interesting that they would say you also do business at the level of your confidence, because I suppose it's it's dating, it's business, it's just every engagement is all at the level of your self-confidence. True. Like it can't be stripped over to just one element of your life. And, you know, they say that, you know, show me who your friends are and I'll tell you a lot about you. And so, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, it's quite interesting that, you know, that would come out in this conversation. Marang, how do people get into your field? Uh, Somebody listening right now saying, I I love this. I've never heard of it. Maybe business process mechanic. You know, how does one get into it? So look, look around things around process engineering. Um, they will also look at things like Six Sigma. So Six Sigma looks at the waste that is in a business. So where do you waste time? Where are you wasting costs and things? It's a very interesting study field to study because you then understand productivity levels um, and industrialization and things like that. Um, I, I studied IT. So I studied information tech. I studied programming. Um, and that's teaches systems logic. Okay. Those two have those two aspects have been very important in the type of career that I have as a process consultant um, and as a project manager. So those two would be my advice. But also, I think it's important. There's a website called Udemy. It's a platform actually where you can get online courses. And if you're not quite sure of the field of study or how to pursue being a process consultant, you can literally type in the process consultant and it will give you um, subjects that are related to being a process consultant. That a person can read up on. Than going to, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot cheaper than going to university and learning the, the hard way that actually this wasn't like quite meant for you. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Marang. And before we let you go, uh, a word that you can share for the aspirant, you know, person that's listening right now, the aspirant entrepreneur that's saying, you know, I I want to get there. I'm building my young business. I'm maybe feeling a slight, you know, type of discouragement right now because things are slow, you know, and um, it's not moving as fast. What do you say to them? I would say surround yourself with people that, can give you what you need. So, uh, um, and and when I say that, people think that you say use people, but give them what you need in the sense of they'll give you the information to access the markets that you need. Mm. They will give you information about the industry that you want to access. So if you haven't started, network with people that can then give you 
um, access to resources as well. So people that can give you mentorship, people that can um, connect you with people that have capital in order to help you start your business, people that will give you um, motivation. Yeah. And then another key thing is start an accountability circle. I have found that it has done wonders for my um, career. And an accountability circle is just meeting with people on a regular basis and having a check-in to say, how is business going? What can I do to help you get your business to the next level? And the more honest that you are in the accountability circle, you'll realize that people will open up their black books in order to get you the resources that you need or give you the access, the referrals that you need in terms of getting customers. That is such good advice. Thank you so much to you, Marang, for joining us this morning on our Get Up and Go. And we wish you nothing but the best as you continue to grow your business and touch the lives of many other entrepreneurs. 11 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us right here on SAFM leading the conversation. Here is the sounds of Salif Keita with Dakanfe.